Hey friends, today in part two of our positive parenting series, we are diving deep into a struggle that we have to navigate in our own home. And I hear in nearly every coaching call I do with all of you, if your baby is over one year old, so I know all of you are dealing with this particular issue as well, but that's helping our kids take care of their skin. Most of our battles aren't necessarily battles in our house. They're just difficult and time-consuming, really. My three-year-old likes to run away, which is fun while we're doing oil and lotion. And of course, that's like the best time ever if someone runs after you, which just furthers the behavior. So anyway, I hear you all say that temperaments and attitude and likeliness to comply with simple requests is a struggle in general, and then 10 times harder when your kid's skin is at its worst. So I've chosen to research four different positive parenting philosophies. And if you missed our first episode that aired last week, go check that out. So I researched Love and Logic, Janet Lansbury's No Bad Kids, Amy McCready's Positive Parenting Solutions, and Generation Mindful. And I extrapolated what they might say surrounding this issue if there were a chapter in each of their books surrounding the subject of skincare compliance. Because... My toddler skin took a super nosedive when we moved into our new home and we're working through it. But in the meantime, I was in need of some skills. So I hope this helps you as much as it did me. Let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome to the Eczema Kids podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack, and let's get on with healing our kids. I see you. I know you've tried the creams. You've tried scouring the internet for answers. You've gone to see the doctors and the allergists and the nutritionists. But your child is still suffering. They're itching and their skin is red and your heart is bursting because you want to do something but don't know what to do. What if I told you that the answer is in the other areas that you haven't yet looked? Like your home. The things your kids are eating every day that you believe to be healthy. What if I told you there were some simple things that you can do to manage their symptoms that you have not tried yet? I want to help you. I want to sit in a room with you, so all you have to do is just do it. It's on my heart. The eczema-free framework takes you through exactly what you need to do to take the misery out of your sweet baby's bodies. It's up to you to reclaim your family's health. My hope is that you regularly sleep through the night and that you feel really good about what you're doing to treat your sweet baby's eczema. Check out the website eczemakids.com for all the details and sign up for the framework and book an implementation call with me. I'll talk to you soon, friends. No one should have to live like this. I want to get you your transformation that you're looking for as 
as quickly and painlessly as possible. Eczemakids.com. I'll see you there. When I'm feeling balanced and clear-minded, it's really easy to remember the best approach to dealing with heated emotions like frustration and aggressiveness in our kids. So I know in the face of those emotions to choose balancing emotions that come from the other end of the spectrum. It's just like our dietary approach to eczema where like increases like. You wouldn't choose spicy food, for example, to calm a heat condition like eczema. And when you meet anger with anger, your results range from not ideal to just flat out damaging. Anyway, not great results. So it's best. And again, I do this, I'm reminding myself, so I'm wearing the right glasses so that I can see situations like this clearly. In the face of heated emotions, choosing calm and cool and collected emotions rear the best results. Again, saving, saying this to remind myself and hopefully it helps all of you guys. Okay, so as far as skincare battles go, just lotion and oil and all the things, right? It's a, it's a random compliance thing that our special club has to uniquely deal with. And our little three-year-old, you know, we're to the end of it now, but she really, really had a hard time, like starting about three weeks after we moved into our new home. And you could tell the environment was really, really affecting her somehow. And when we've got it completely behind us, I'll get more into it in a future episode. But anyway, her skin you know, in, in some specific areas got really, really bad again, where we hadn't had to deal with it for quite a while. And she's three. And, you know, she didn't want to do her skincare routine, even though she's been doing it her whole life. And we've been really lax about it lately because it wasn't warranted. Again, we just, we had to reamp, get back into it, just for this little bit of time just to get her back on track, which is totally fine and keeps us humble, keep us grateful, and it's all good. It's fine. But like I said, it got really difficult. I don't want to chase her around. Sometimes she would just be flat out angry and screaming and crying, and nobody wants to deal with that. And, you know, we do this stuff before bed, so she's already really tired. I'm already tired. So... We want it to be peaceful, right? And calm and nourishing. And that's why we're doing all of this, right? So they can sleep through the night, so they can get the love and the touch and all the things that they need from us. So it could either be this damaging traumatic thing, or it could just be this really special time between the two of you that both of you guys look forward to. So I wanted the latter, right? Anyway, I looked into these philosophies as to what they would say for best results surrounding this type of issue. And I deduced love and logic would say, you know, and there is no put on your lotion section in their book, but I think what they would say is something along the lines that they say, um, like around chores. So basically you just say what you will do. So when you're talking about bedtime lotion, you can say, I'll be happy to read to you as soon as you put on your lotion. And we can fit in a book as long as we start at 7.15. Great, because you have to put a timer on it, right? Because otherwise, eventually it gets done, but then it's 8.30 and, and you're out of time. So we found this really awesome 
educational tool I was introduced to is called a time timer. So it's not electronic, which I really, really love. And then you can just move this dial for up to 60 minutes, but then as it counts down, kids can see, they don't have to be able to tell time and they can see how much red is left so they can see and they can watch, you know, basically that piece of pie get smaller and smaller and smaller. And you can do it for longer periods of time than just like a sand timer. So again, a time timer, check it out. You should totally use it. And then give them choices. Like, do you want to use lotion or oil? That goes a really long way. For us, you know, like on those really chafed spots that she was getting, we just have to put something on it, right? As otherwise it gets to the point of no return. So, or if you go swimming or something like that, like you really, it, it's a must, right? You know this. So anyway, that's what they would say. Again, say what you will do, use tools like a time timer, put a time restriction on it. And, you know, if they don't do it in that time, is what it is. We had to let her not put it on a couple of nights. Was it a hard lesson? Yes. Did she wake up in the middle of the night? Yes, she did. Live and learn though, I guess. (laughs) All right. Positive parenting solutions. And this is Amy McCready's brand. She's amazing. She would say sort of the same thing. She says to use when then statements. So you could phrase it like when you put on your lotion, then we can read books together. But remember, if we don't start books by seven, we won't be able to read tonight. Or she just suggests like inviting cooperation by saying something like, anything you can do to help yourself get ready for bed would allow for more time for books. So it's inviting cooperation instead of demanding it. I don't know. Try it out. Generation Mindful would say to just say what concretely needs to be done. So something like, it's time to put on your lotion and then insert play or just to make it fun, put on a song or do something to just make it more likely for their intrinsic desire to kick in to do these things, like sing and dance, just anything that you can energetically muster. My husband's so good about this kind of stuff. I am tired and I get stressed out and then I forget to do things like this, but it's so easy and it totally changes the game. So make it fun, make it a game. Janet Lansbury of No Bad Kids, she would say, And I'm just going to read something from her blog so I don't paraphrase incorrectly. So anyway, her blog says, It is impossible for kids to negotiate and make good choices in tough situations. When kids are acting out, they need our help, not threats or punitive consequences. After all, we can't reason with the unreasonable. Our young children's disagreeable behavior is impulsive and emotionally driven. It isn't coming from a sensible, thoughtful place, and we can't snap children into that place by giving them threats or consequences or countdowns or ticking clocks. These strategies make matters worse because they give children the sense that we're against them, which tends to make them feel even more uncomfortable or emotionally flooded or stuck. It's as if children know they're not doing the right thing, but they can't find their way out of where they are, so they struggle and they become even more confrontational, which we interpret as consciously quote unquote, bad behavior. The truth is asking a child in that state of mind to choose between compliance or a punishment is just not fair. It's even a little cruel. How could we expect children to respond to logic when they aren't in their right mind? Never mind that the choice we're offering is between two equally unpleasant alternatives. It's no surprise that these transactions don't make us feel good either. Okay, so we need to be prepared. We just need to confidently walk them through what they need to do. Don't negotiate or give them choices or allow them to stall. Just 
escort them through. This obviously works with smaller kids are small enough to be escorted if need be. So there you have it. That's what these four different but long-standing and very powerful parenting philosophies would say. Take your pick. Like everything, it depends on your kid and how old they are and, and just where you're at in the day. I like all of these in that no, nothing, you know, none of these are shaming your kid. And the goal is just to help everyone feel good when your head hits the pillow. If you want to share any parenting wins, I would love to hear it in the Natural Eczema Solutions for Kids Facebook group. You can send me an email at support at eczemakids.com anytime or send me a speak pipe message from my website under the resources tab, eczemakids.com. You all are my heroes. Keep on keeping on. I'll talk to you next week, friends. Take care. Hey, friend. If today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.